First of all, I'd like to apologise for any shouting you hear. Um, I'm currently sat in the garden, and, like, over the garden into one of the fields nearby, people are playing football. How in this virus? I don't really know. I don't really know how they're playing football, but they are. But, yeah. Um, anyway, um, this blog is my blog for Pal by Kerry Young. And also Memory Police, because I'm still reading that book. I've been reading it, I think, since like the beginning of August. And I think I mentioned at the end of my last blog, if you managed to get that far, my last long blog. It was like over an hour long. <clears throat> it was like, um, I, I decided to give myself a day off of Memory Police today. But I will go back to it tomorrow. <clears throat> my voice has just gone. Oh my gosh. So, last night I had the choice between Power by Kerry Lee and The Air We Breathe by Andrea Barrett. And I chose Power by Kerry Lee, or Kerry Young, I can call her Kerry Lee, or Kerry something else. But it's Kerry Young. Kerry Young. Um, so, I quite like this book. I thought... Oh, it's going to be really historical and really hard to read. And, like, uh, struggled with really intense books right now. But because it's not something I would normally have picked up, I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to have two books that are struggling with, Memory Police and this. And I'll end up having to, like, do the same thing. Well, I'll have, like, you know, two books I'm struggling with and then get a third. So then I'm reading a chapter of each per day or a chapter of one alternate days and... You know, <clears throat> it's just a bit annoying. Um, but luckily, that hasn't happened. I'm quite enjoying this book. It's maybe not my favourite favorite book in the world, but I'm definitely enjoying it. This book is about a young boy or young man called Powell um, who has um, moved from China... And the height of World War Two, so nineteen thirty-eight, to Jamaica. So in, in nineteen thirty-eight, in China, the Japanese were attacking. So while Europe's getting all um, ready for war, so is the China Chinese Japanese war. Um, <clears throat> so um, he moved with his family to basically to go and stay in. Jamaica for a safer life to save in themselves from the situation. And they're dealing with racism there. They're dealing with the fact that, you know, Jamaica's obviously gone through all kinds of things with um, with racial issues there, as well as now there's Chinese people living there. But I didn't realise there was, like, a Chinatown in Jamaica. I didn't realise that there was actually that there. And it's about him growing up, and he falls in love it starts off, he falls in love with a girl called Gloria, who is, I think, quite implied that she's she's not the most um, ladylike woman. She, I think she does a lot of um, kind of, like, I don't know if she's a prostitute or she does, like, a lot of just kind of... She's not very, like, you know... Um, 
someone he would marry, you know, she's not really his his status and stuff. And he falls in love with her, and she's Jamaican, he's Chinese, and, you know, as someone who is trying to kind of work his way up into working in Chinatown, marrying this girl, Gloria, with um, probably not be the best thing for him to do for his reputation. And although he loves this girl, he marries Fei Wong, who is the kind of rich daughter of a Chinese man who has a shop in Chinatown. And he doesn't love Fei Wong. He thinks he admires her for her confidence and she doesn't really want anything to do with him. But they marry because her mother says, yes, you can marry my daughter. And I just think it's really interesting to read it flashes between when he first arrives and later and the character character development between people is quite good. I just really enjoyed it so far. I've already got nearly 100 pages in. I thought it would be hard to read. only thing that is hard to read is it's written with the dialect. So, you know, um, I try to give you an example... They miss out words, so it's almost like you're speaking in that kind of slang and there's a few slang words in there and there's a few, like, the actual descriptions of things. It sounds like some of the words are, you know, they're missing, like, um, they might say, okay, we went to, instead of saying we went to, um, Zhang's house, it'd be like, we went Zhang house or something like that, so... Not all, not all of it is like that, but some things are, and that was that was just slightly hard to get used to. But I am really enjoying it so far. Um, I will update you as time goes along with it. I would like to keep enjoying it. Hopefully, um, I think I enjoyed the present day with him as an adult a bit more, but I still like seeing him as a boy. I would say that there were some writing issues. There definitely is, like, the way it starts with him meeting this Gloria girl, the Jamaican girl. It doesn't seem like the most... I don't know, it just does seem like there's some, maybe some patches of information missing and things like that, but that doesn't mean it's not a good book, and maybe because I'm only on the first 100 pages or so. You know, not all the information will get given away straight away. We'll have to find out his story. But I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm enjoying learning more about China and um, more about Jamaica. Uh, I have read a Caribbean series this year, but not historical, not Jamaican. So, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and it's nice because I studied the war a lot. I studied the 1999, you know, the um, what, Second World War from 1935 to... 39 to 45 i've studied it a lot though in the european perspective with the holocaust and with um you know the blitz evacuations i haven't really studied the other side of the war the other section of the war that was going on you know in america with the japan section and i definitely haven't done i have studied a bit about hiroshima and stuff but i haven't really studied a huge amount about well, anything really about China or Jamaica or how they're even linked together. But I believe this author has representation of both. I don't know if she... I think it's a she. I don't know if it was... Um, 
like, I don't know if this is... She's telling stories based on her own heritage and research. Or... Um... Yeah, I'm not really sure. But anyway, I, this is just a quick start to this blog. And I was just wanted to say, you know, that I really am enjoying this book more than I thought I was going to. I was worried that I'd get back into a reading slump. But I feel like, while this maybe isn't my favourite book of the world, I definitely am enjoying it. It probably so far will be a three or four star read. So yeah, I'm going to go and get back to it. Hello everyone, I'm just shutting the doors because it's raining and my mum is inside, not feeling too good. So I haven't posted in this podcast for 17 days, or not posted but um, recorded, because August hasn't worked out to be a good reading month for me. What with memory police and that not going so well and middle of August I had a lot of anxiety related illnesses, um, stomach aches and uh, anxiety going on and kind of the beginning of the preparation for going back to university Um, and my birthday this week my mum having time off from work my dad going back to work after being off work for a long time so I haven't really had the time to well I've had the time but I haven't had the brain space to do a huge amount of reading since before I have finished Memory Police, I don't know if I actually recorded that in this recording I actually did finish it and it was kind of weird, sad ending it was a very artistically clever book but in reality, I don't really get, like, I just don't really get it. Um, but, yeah. Um, but I've just finished Pow. I don't know if it's meant to be pronounced Pow or Poe by Kerry Young, which I chose out between that one and The Air We, we-, the Air we Breathe by Andrea Barrett. I really enjoyed this book, I just finished it. It's taken me a long time to read because of the whole reasons I just gave. But I really enjoyed it. It's about this boy called Pao who leaves China when he's 14 with his mum and his brother for a better life in Jamaica. This is around the wartime. China's in war with Japan. Jamaica's kind of got a good international kind of set up at the moment. And it really follows him and how he gains business and kind of improves. So he ends up running Chinatown. He marries a Chinese woman called Fei Wong, who is um, not really interested in being with him. She's got a Jamaican mother and a Chinese father. He's really in love with a prostitute called Gloria. And obviously, because he keeps being told, you have to be respectable for people to respect you. He's like, I can't marry her, even though she's the love of my life. So it really follows him. And it's not really a huge plot line. It just follows the progress of Jamaica and one man's journey through Chinatown, helping people and trying to be a better, good person and trying to navigate the world and his place in the world and his 
his family life, his work life, his responsibilities. And one thing I will say is the I love the history. I love the amount of knowledge. I think I've got a feeling that Kerry Young is also Chinese Jamaican. So that's a really interesting insight for me, I think. Because I've studied a lot of World War Two, So for me, I know a lot about Auschwitz. I know a lot about the Jews. I know a lot about Europe. I know some about Hiroshima and America. But I don't know anything about China. I don't know anything about Jamaica. And for someone, I'm not... I'm not Jamaican, I'm a white British woman, but for somebody who likes Jamaican music and, and finds it an interesting country and and um, quite a cultural place that has shaped society despite being one island, um, I, I think it's really incredible and I'd like to learn about it and um, I think there's a lot of culture in the Caribbean and interesting... I, you know, it's, it's not, a country, not a country that books always talk about when you read a lot of books a lot of them end up being from based in england or based in america which i'm fine with i like reading books based anywhere especially other countries like i like reading books based in america i'm fine with books based in england but i like books based in another culture and the one thing i really liked about this book is the secondary characters they they really um how do i put it um, they were so strong, even though you never heard from them, they were so strong. Faye, his wife, I could almost wanted to see her perspective. She's marrying a man just because her mum and dad say that she has to, she can marry him. She's trying to leave home so she gets a bit of freedom. She's stuck with this man who she's not quite sure she trusts. She kind of knows that he's in love with somebody that isn't particularly right. Uh, not right, but somebody who's not particularly, um, what's the word, like, um, respectable. She doesn't really want to marry. She wants to just have fun. I don't know. And, and Gloria, the, the woman he really loves, she's working the job she has because that's maybe her only option. She loves this man. She wants this man in her life. Um, and she knows that the only thing keeping him away is his business and his reputation um even like people he helps there's a lot of side characters a doctor he's friends with another gang leader um a girl who at 12 is pregnant and she has to deal with some things a girl who's um caught up in a bad situation that she wasn't involved with who he helps um and how he links all these people together his friends his his neighbors and how he how he grows this into a community in a way and i really enjoyed it i think it's good i think it's very under underrated it's also written in a way that you almost picture the accent it's used slang words it sounds like the persons reading it would probably it uses a lot of slang and and terminology that probably people maybe english speaking people in Jamaica might use or English speaking Chinese people might use it's very hard to say I, I'm not part of those cultures but I really think they're really enjoyable to um you know to listen to to read these kind of diverse characters and the differences between what they say and how they speak and their personalities um and I just really enjoyed it. At first, I think I found that hard to read. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be really difficult. But actually, I really got into it and I really enjoyed this. Um, 
obviously I as August has gone I've really not read much I've read Memory Police I've read Moon and More I've read this one um I've read another audiobook called Where the Lost Wonder which was about like um, a family taking a like a the trail across to Calif- California for a better life in Victorian times, which was very good. And I've been listening to that gradually throughout this summer. Um, but I haven't been doing good reading. And I can tell that coming up with moving back to university and everything that's going on, it's going to be difficult for me to not necessarily read a lot, but to necessarily get into something heavy. So I've decided to be quite broad and my randomised number i need to think of a a name for this kind of part of the podcast then you know the um tbr randomizer the random book picker you know the goblet of like almost makes me think of the goblet of fire in harry potter where you sort of pull a name out of the fire you know like the goblet of books something like that i don't know i need to think of a firm name for it but i've decided to give myself so each time i'm going to see how many i feel i can choose if i'm feeling brave i'll just go with the first book that my random button picks and i'll just go with it and go okay you know i'll just just go with it if i'm feeling okay three maybe is too hard to pick one isn't enough I'll just go with two. But at the moment, because I'm struggling with reading, or not with reading itself, but with everything else which is impacting on my reading, I'm going to give myself three choices of books. If a book I pick hasn't come out yet, or if I've recently read it, then I will pick again. But I'm giving myself the choice so that I have something maybe I can breathe through a bit quicker to try and reach my 100 book goal. So the first book I'm going to pick, I'm just going to check that I've cleared the button because the I don't want to um, pick, I, I want to make sure that I haven't generated anything before if I clear that, so that's done. Go away YouTube notifications. Um, anyway, the first book I'm going to pick, I'm kind of nervous because like I said, I don't know how long I'll be reading this next book for, so I want it to be something I've enjoyed. I have enjoyed this month, although I've struggled with my reading. I read a book based on, or by, written by, and I think possibly based on a Japanese island, or Japanese author. Um, and I've read books with Chinese and Jamaican characters. And in June I read some books with the Caribbean characters. Um, I read a couple of books with a fantasy based on France. So I would like to read some more things with characters that are from diverse places, but I also just want to see what happens and pick a book that I feel I can deal with right now. Preferably not something as difficult as Memory Police with characters that have no names and that kind of thing, or books with, like, a million thousand pages with a massive complex fantasy backdrop. Um, although if that does intrigue me, I feel like maybe that might be a good way to go back into university with something to focus on. So let's just see what comes up anyway, rather than dawdling around. So the first book that comes up, hopefully not all three things that I struggle with, because I've got a lot of books on this list. First book is The Iron Fae. Oh! That's by Julie Kagawa. I've always wanted to read this, and it's fantasy, and I haven't read fantasy in a while, so 
Iron Faye, that's the first one. The second one is My Riot by Rick Spears. I've heard this is quite good. And the last one. Got cut off by an advert. Um, so I had to start a new recording. The third one is very well talked about at the moment, which is the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Okay. We're going to start with the Iron Fae. Let's see what that's about. Searching that. Which one's book one? I don't know. That's book three. Is the Lost Prince book one? Book five? Okay, there's a lot of these books. Or maybe this isn't the one for right now. The Iron is the Iron King the first one? Or the Iron Daughter? I have read a Julie Kagawa book before. Let's try Goodreads, because Goodreads will know about which one's which. And I know that this book is on iBooks, so I know I can get it, though. Um, Iron Fae. You're going to buy books of me. Okay, The Iron King is the first one by Julie Kagawa. I haven't read anything fairy related in a while and I have heard of this series for a long time now. Megan Chase has a secret destiny, one she could never have imagined. Something has always felt slightly off in Megan's life ever since her father disappeared before her eyes when she was six. She's never quite fit in at school or at home. While a dark stranger begins watching her from above, no, from afar, and her prankster best friend becomes strangely protective of her Megan senses that everything she's known is about to change but she could never have guessed the truth that she is a daughter of a mythical fairy king and is a pawn in a deadly war now Megan will learn just how far she'll go to save someone she cares about to stop a mysterious evil no fairy creature dare to face and to find love with a young prince who might Rather see her dead than let her touch his icy heart. Ooh, when was it published? 2010. Quite an old series then. It's not a huge book, 363 pages. I like fairy things, fairy tales, fairy... I like the Trill Trilogy, I like the Cruel Prince, I like the Shadowhunter's fairy aspect... I haven't read fantasy in a while. Maybe something fantastical. It seems almost like she's, it's an urban fantasy, which is probably my favourite strand, because it's not too complicated. It's like 
fairyland and normal world not like here's a thousand kingdoms to try and learn and a map to try and visualize you know my riot by rick spears i haven't I, I haven't heard of i have heard of it but i can't remember what it's about um there we go i have heard about the some book clubs one but i haven't not gonna see what that one's about yet okay only press oh It's firstly it's not released yet till September, and I think it says something here about it's a graphic novel. yeah it's not out yet it's the 27th of august so because that book's not out yet i don't think i should just count it because it's not out yet i think i should pick a book that is out in case it's a book i want to read more um seven book club's guide to slaying vampires does sound good so i'll look into that in a minute so the next pick that i will make to replace my riot it's gonna be spinning silver. Isn't that spin the spinning spin the dawn? No, it's spinning silver by no Naomi Novik. Isn't that also fairy tale related? Let me see. Miriak is the daughter or granddaughter of money lenders, but her father's inability to collect his debts has left his family on the edge of poverty until Miriam Mir takes matters into her own hands. Hardening her heart, the young woman sets out to claim what is owed and soon, soon gains a reputation for being able to turn silver into gold. When it, oh, it's the Rumpelstiltskin retelling! That's the one! An ill-advised boast draws the attention of the king of the Staric. Grim, fey creatures who seem more ice than flesh. Hang on, I'm sure this is like a Jewish retelling or Ukrainian or something. Miriam's fate and that very of two kingdoms will be forever altered. Set an impossible challenge by the nameless king, Miriam unwittingly spins a web that draws in a peasant girl, Wanda, an unhappy daughter of a local lord who plots to wed his child to the dashing young Tsar. But Tsar Miranatius is not what he seems, and the secret he hides threatens to consume the lands of humans and Staric alike. Torn between deadly choices, Miriam and her two unlikely allies embark on a desperate quest that will take them to the limits of sacrifice, power and love. Channeling the vibrant heart of myth and fairy tale, Spinning Silver weaves a multi-layer multi magical tapestry that readers will want to return to again and again. And this was released in 2018. 
and it's 480 pages so that's bigger and this is standalone Southern Book Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Oh, wait, isn't it by Grady Hendrix? this one's about um, i know everyone's talking about this one right now i would go with the trend and say oh you know what i'll read that because everyone's talking about it but i did that with memory police and that didn't go too well fried fried green tomatoes and steel magnolias meet dracula in the southern flavored supernatural thriller set in the 90s after a woman's book club women's book club that must protect its suburban community from a mysterious and handsome stranger who turns out to be a blood-sucking fiend patricia campbell had always planned for a big life but after giving up her career as a nurse to marry an ambitious doctor and become a mother patricia's life has never felt smaller the days are long, her kids are ungrateful, her husband is distant and her to-do list is never really done. The one thing she has to look forward to is her book club, a group of Charleston mothers united only by their love for true crime and suspenseful fiction. In these meetings, they are more likely to discuss the FBI's recent siege for Wacko as much as the ups and downs of marriage and motherhood. When an artistic and sensitive stranger moves into the neighbourhood, the book club's meetings turn into speculation about the newcomer. Patricia is initially attracted to him, but when some local children go missing, she starts to suspect the newcomer is involved. She begins her own investigation, assuming that he's a Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy. What she uncovers is far more terrifying, as soon as she and her book club are the only people standing between the monster they've invited into their homes and their unsuspecting community. This does sound good. It was released this year. It's 400 pages. But I don't think I feel like that right now. I don't think I feel like a thriller. And vampires, it doesn't sound... The other two sound more my thing you know the other two sound more magical which is maybe what i need right now i'm thinking maybe because spin spinning silver sounds like something i want to really enjoy and if i'm going through difficulty right now i don't know if i want to if that's going to ruin that for me and i am Faye. if it's something i fall in love with which would be ideal i could carry that series on throughout uni or or come back to it if it's got quite a few books and i haven't started a series in a while and i have read a julie kagawa before um i'm gonna see which one's cheaper because not that i need to worry about that 
specifically. I'm gonna just see. So this one is $3.99. And the gold iron king. is $2.99 and the start of the series by someone who I really enjoyed her Immortal Rules Vampire series and I just think that maybe Spinning Silver could be a favourite of mine and I just uh, it, normally you think if it's going to be a favourite you jump to it but I think when I'm struggling in general the thought isn't to go, I don't know, I just kind of feel like maybe I should start something rather than either reading I love and getting a reading slump just as I need books the most, or also I think there's probably more mythology. Like, I think what I haven't read in a long time, a very long time, is urban fantasy, where you've got a normal girl who doesn't really get why she's different in the normal school, like Percy Jackson-esque, Harry Potter-esque, um, when you know, this person is really part of... Um, actually, she's, she's... Or he... They are a normal person who realises there's another world out there. Whereas I think the one, the Spinning Silver one, has more places, perhaps more of a diverse world. So maybe I might find it easier. Um, and as an older book, which tends to have a simpler writing style, maybe that might be something to tap into. And if I'm not enjoying it, there's four more books. I don't have to deal with it right now. I don't have to finish it right now. Um... So for that reason, I'm going to try the Iron Fae because I've always wanted to read her Talon series, her Shadow of the Fox series. She's written one about dragons, which is Talon series. She's written the Immortal Rule series, which is Vampire that I read. This is the Fae one, the Iron Fae series. She's written Ch Shadow of the Fox, which is like, I think, Japanese mythology. And out of all the other categories of book, like, you know, themes that she's written about i prefer fairy magic-y things and if i was a normal girl and she's a princess i really like courts and when a girl's whisks often put in ball gowns rather than like someone who's running around kind of fighting and i don't know i'm gonna go for that one and yeah I am. I'm going to go for the Iron Fae series. I've heard about it for a very long time. It's another one, maybe not as famous as Court of Thorns and Roses, but it's one I've on my radar for a very long time, and I think I would like to see if I enjoy. So that is it. Um, wait, I'm sure the Iron King is the first one because I've just bought it. Yes, it is. I'm going to confirm it by where is it? I'm going to add it to my reading my reading like my Goodreads which is also called Braille Rose Booktube or oh, Braille Rose I can't remember I'm going to add it to my currently reading 
and done. And I'm just going to quickly check my reading goal, which is 100 books, which I know I'm behind with. I want to see how well I'm doing. I'm also reading an audiobook called One Night at the Call Centre. I always have one audiobook, which I don't really focus on as much, but I do listen to maybe a few days out of the week during meals or on occasion I'm not watching Netflix or watching book videos. Uh, it's about a call centre in India. It's a very good book. Actually, I'm enjoying it. Very good narrator. Uh, I'm just going to check my reading goal. 55 of 100 reading books completed. I am... Um, of books behind schedule see that's what's happened august has gone mad even july wasn't the best reading month even june for some reason when i was beginning of the lockdown i was reading more i am 10 books behind schedule um yeah i really haven't done well in august Maybe when I move back to university and I'm back in my own space where I'm not with family, my reading might pick up. But we'll see. But thank you so much for listening to this. I hope you've enjoyed and I hope I haven't rambled. I think I have rambled a lot. But um, I will record an Iron Fae or Iron King first book blog and let you know how this fairy magical book is going but i'm kind of like one thing i'm amused about is the fact that like last time i had to pick books it was it was um like um three or two or three historical books when i chose um miseducation of cameron post it was three coming of age young adult books um yeah um i think even as with memory police it was two books on an island i don't know how my randomizer does it but it seems to have a theme for some of these um but i'm really looking forward to reading this i love fantasy magical fairy type books um i love the trill trilogy which is very similar with like fairies and changelings and that kind of magic so I'm looking forward to reading some fantasy. Maybe that's what I need right now. I kind of think it might be. So yeah.